0: Second Samuel chapter number 5, beginning at verse number 22. If you, uh, if you want me to, I'll just read it to you, or there is a possibility that you might have your Bible there. I know Pastor's been encouraging you. I have too. Amen. What a beautiful sight it is to see Bibles and to see little kids praying and spontaneously uh, the saints of God gather around because uh, uh, sheep begat sheep. And if you got a desire to see people pray through, when somebody comes to the altar, whether you're, they're your friend or your loved one or not, you'll help them pray through. Hallelujah. 5 and 22 of Second Samuel, and it goes like this. And the Philistines came up yet again and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them. That means go around, go around them and come up from the backside and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And let it be, everybody said, let it be. When thou hearest the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt bestir thyself. For then shall the Lord go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. And David did so as the Lord had commanded him, and smote the Philistines from Geba even until they came to Gezer. Amen. 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 I want to preach to you that. that. Scholars theologians will tell you that that going in the tops of the mulberries was actually, that was probably popular trees. And those trees were very sensitive to the slightest breeze. They had, they had leaves that were very moist. They had a lot of moisture in them. And they responded to just the least little rustle of the breeze and made that rustling sound. So what it was saying was there's going to be something happen and the people that are the most sensitive to it the, the, the things that are most sensitive to it are going to feel it and respond to it. I want to preach to you for just a little while here tonight. If you'll help me, I promise you I'll be real fast. Uh, uh, I want to preach to you from a very uh, 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 mundane, perhaps, topic to Pentecostals. Just I, uh, for, for a way to title it, I wanted to preach to you that the wind is blowing. The wind is blowing. Amen. We had so many songs we could sing about wind and I just told them to sing that one about the breakthrough. I greet you tonight in Jesus' name. Clap your hands into the Lord and shout. If you're going to help me, go ahead and do that for about 10, 15 more seconds. When Pastor read his scripture, you can be seated in Jesus' name. When Pastor read his scripture this morning, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, there goes my sermon that I was planning for tonight, (laughs) amen. And he did get really close, but he didn't quite get to where I was trying to go here tonight. And I don't intend to be long, but if at any time you feel or hear an unction from heaven, and at any time, if you hear the whistling of the wind in the mulberry trees, you can go ahead and shout, and uh, and if you just shout me completely off the rostrum, that'll be all right tonight, because Pentecostal cost is better felt than telt anyway. It's about an experience. It's not about an intellect. We believe in being intelligent with our preaching. We believe in being scholarly in our doctrine and our theology. But when you get right down to it, sometimes you just got to let yourself go and do whatever the wind tells you to do. Amen. If you are are hereby tonight in this house, granted permission to vacate your pew and get excited and get anointed tonight. When the Holy Ghost moves on you, as many of you have already done, it, but uh, it was about fifty percent. Uh, but that's better than ten percent. Amen. But when the Holy Ghost moves on you, shout, dance. It was uh, that's not from that song. That was from the Holy Ghost. Shout, dance, march, sing, worship, run, praise, lift up your hands. Whatever you need to do, just don't let another opportunity pass you by tonight. Because your defeat can be defeated. Your defeat can be defeated in this place tonight. Don't let the victory that faith brings you go unclaimed in this house tonight. Don't go home and face tomorrow without letting the enemy know something. You need to go home and you need to, on the way home in your car, you need to say, hey devil, I might have been out on the battlefield, but I am a victor and I am a winner. In Ecclesiastes, the wise man said it like this. He said, to everything there is a season and to every purpose under the sun, God has a plan, a time, a person, a people, a way to get it accomplished. What are you saying? Amen. There comes a time when God's plan and God's people come together and they work through God's Spirit to, to fulfill God's will. There comes a time when the Lord says enough. The Bible, we, we love to preach uh, where Paul told Timothy that in the last days there'd be perilous times. But if you read that litany of all the bad things that are going to be going on, right down at the end of that scripture, right down at the end of that of that uh perhaps Passage of scripture to end of that chapter, the, uh, Paul told Timothy, he said, But all that's going to come to an end when God gets ready. I want to tell you, I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what Washington says. Amen. I don't care what Wall Street says. I I don't care what all the pundits, I don't care what anything that's in this world is trying to say to defeat you, to destroy your confidence in God. Hear me. God has a plan. And when God gets ready, He's going to stop it. He is going to turn this thing around, ladies. Uh, Amen. There is going to be a breakthrough, brethren and sisters. There is going to be something happen at the great house of God. and all in the world the Lord said in this sir in this situation right here he said David I've got a, 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 a battle for you to fight and you're going to win it if you'll be on my side in the process Amen The Lord always wants to know Whose reporter you're going to believe There comes a time when God calls a people And when those people hear and answer they th- That thing which is good uh, Amen uh, Story to preach That thing which is We love to preach about the going in the mulberry We love to talk about walking on the water And the leper at the gates of Samaria And all of that But when God begins to deal with his people And the wind begins to blow through the mulberry trees And you hear it And you respond to it like God said You know what's going to happen? It's going to get from being just a good story to hear preached till it gets in shoe leather and it starts living on the streets of the Miss Lou. It starts going to your, oh, you're not hearing me. It starts going to your job. It starts going to your home. It starts going to your children. It goes into your marriage. It goes into your finances. It goes into your health. It goes into your strength. It goes into your serenity. It goes into your peace of mind. Come on, somebody, help me for a little while. Praise God. It jumps right off the page. Uh, Amen. Uh, And and into shoe leather and a people who are ready to see revival. Ready to see souls saved. Ready to see Satan defeated and prayers answered. Ready to see a church that reaches a hundred miles and beyond. Claiming the prophecies and the promises of the last day outpouring of Pentecost. Uh, Amen. Ready to see miracles. Ready to see signs and wonders. Ready to see backsliders come home. And ready to see a demonstration of the supernatural blessings of God. Uh, Amen, that will shut the mouth of every cynic, every pessimist, every critic, every naysayer. It'll soften the hardest heart of every sinner. It'll open the eyes of the blinded by deceit and corruption of the culture that's around us. If you believe that, you ought to shout to me, the wind is blowing. The wind is blowing. I'm going to have the wind blow through my life. I'm going to let it blow the cobwebs out of my mind. I'm going to let it blow blow the dust out of my soul. I'm going to let it blow all all of the carnality out of my vision. Somebody help me. You see, David's predecessor, we're talking about David the king here in this passage I read to you. David had a predecessor who had lost the presence of God because he had lifted himself up. Saul was his name and Saul uh, uh, thought that he was able to do it in the strength of his own self. He got lifted up. The Bible says he was head and shoulders above all of Israel. He got to the place where he didn't need the Ark of the Covenant. He didn't need a man of God. He didn't need a priest to give him direction. He didn't need the Spirit of God to send him understanding. Amen. But what the enemy didn't consider was that Saul was gone. Hear me. What the enemy didn't realize that day was Saul was gone and David had regained what Saul had lost. It was no longer an army trying to operate under the strength of their own abilities, but it was an army unctioned and ordained and anointed by heaven. The enemy, the Bible says, spread themselves out in the valley of Rapham. That word Rapham means the house where the giant lives. Anytime you see your enemy spread out before you and go to taunting you, amen. What he's saying is my house is stronger than your house. It was the house where the giant lived. If there's anything I know, it's that I know what David knew. And that's that God knows how to deal with giants. Can I get a witness? And from that day forward, the battle site was not called. After David defeated those people that, that get ready. I'm a almost through. I'm going to beat y'all to the, uh, to the hamburger tonight. Amen. It was called the Valley of Raphim. And when David obeyed God, when the wind blew through the mulberry tree, the Bible says God said, now David, when it blows through there, it's going to pick you up and it's going to flail you around like a puppet. It's going to move you around and you're not going to have to do anything. It's just going to be something that's just going to happen and you'll be dancing like a puppet. No, no, no. That's not what it said. What it said was, David, when you hear that wind blow, he said, get up and bestir yourself. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Look at here. Hairpin services. has been a while. How many of you from my generation remember what hairpin services was all about? Those ladies did the huckabuck up there till their hair fell down. And the pins fell out of it. And you could gauge how, be- how good a service you had by how many hairpins you collected at the end of the, uh, around the altar at the end of the service. You say, oh, that's crazy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's no crazier than bread raining out of heaven and water flowing out of a rock. and uh, I can just name you all kind of things that's just as crazy as that. But you see, the thing about it is God had put something together and he said, David, the, the linchpin of it all is that when I do what I said I was going to do then I need you to do what I've asked you to do. And I know this is Sunday night, and it's COVID, and it's Super Bowl season. I, I, I know the Super Bowl's not tonight, is it? Somebody, so go ahead. Fess up, you know. Boy, I, I long for the day when nobody knows when the Super Bowl is. All, all, of, all of these know-nothings up here don't know. Now, oh, it's next Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It don't matter. Here you go. After that day, that battlefield was no longer called the Valley of Raphim. From that day forward, Israel called that place Baal-perazim. Belperazim, which means the place where God broke out. Oh, so, uh, that was my best point. When we do what God has asked us to do in response to what he's promised he would do, then God said, that's the place. That's the reason I wanted to do a, a breakthrough song because God said, if you'll just obey me, if you'll just go ahead and pray, if you'll just go ahead and give, if you'll just go ahead and fast, if you'll just go ahead and be faithful, if you'll go ahead and worship, if you'll go ahead and give yourself to this, he said, I will send a breakout." There's nothing that this Miss Lou needs. There's nothing that Louisiana needs. There's nothing that the United States of America needs like a Pentecostal breakout. Somebody ought to help me for just a few minutes' time. Somebody ought to shout with me. Amen. Here's the best part of all. David didn't need a brilliant battle strategy. All he needed was just to listen for the wind. And when he heard that wind go whistling through those branches, oh, God, if you'll just send the winds of Pentecost, we won't be reluctant. We won't be complacent. We won't be lazy. We won't be lethargic. We won't be self-serving. We won't be prideful. We won't ignore it. God, if you'll just send the winds of Pentecost, we will stir ourselves. God, if you just send the winds of Pentecost, we won't wait for summer. Amen. If you just send the winds of Pentecost, we won't wait on our special evangelist. We won't wait on the finances to get better or COVID to go away. Amen. We're not gonna wait on our circumstances to get better. God, you just send the wind and we'll stir ourselves up. you see there comes a time Paul told Timothy that perilous times would come but he also told him he said God has a place that he's going to draw the line in the sand and he's going to say no more and you know you know how, what's going to happen then God's going to turn the winds of Pentecost to his bride, to his church to his apostolic church in the earth and when he says enough of this foolishness enough of these wicked ways that he listed when he wrote that letter to Timothy all of those idolaters and those adulterers Adulterers and all of those disobedient and unthankful and proud and teachers having itching ears, deceiving people and all that stuff. He said, I'm going to stop it when I do. He said, I'm going to turn it to the people of the name of Jesus. And when I turn it to the people of the name of Jesus, if they'll just let themselves be stirred, they're going to see something like they've never seen before. Amen. It's going to quit being the valley of giants. You need to quit looking at the delta like it's a giant that can't be overcome. You need to quit looking at your problem like it's a giant spread out in the valley before you you need to look at that thing and say this is an opportunity for a breakthrough. Yeah. Woo! There comes a time when Samson shakes himself and the anointing comes upon him. There comes a time when Gideon calls and an army amasses itself and gathers. There comes a time when Elijah prays and fire falls from heaven. There comes a time, amen, when the lepers of Samaria decide not to sit around and die. There comes a time when a shepherd boy leaps out of the lines of all the frightened people in his family and runs to face Goliath. There comes a time when a king like David bestirs himself. Hallelujah. Can I give you one more? It's going to be anticlimactic unless you stir yourself up. That going in the mulberry, in the Talmud, which is the Aramaic version of the Old Testament, it's, it's the Old Testament translated into, into New Testament language The Talmud is, is, uh, is the Old Testament translated into Aramaic Which was the language that the, of the day of Jesus it's the, the, That version of the scripture says that When you hear the sound That sounds like horses' hooves Clattering through the tops of the trees Could it be? that they had a better insight than we do. Could it be that God said that's not just the wind of God, that's the chariots of God. That's the angels. That's the warriors of God. Could I tell you the last thing God's going to do in this earth? He's going to stop the devil. He's going to stir the church up and He's going to send angelic helpers. There's going to be a sound in the mulberry trees and it's not just going to be the wind breezing through there to cool us off on a hot summer day. I'm telling you, it's the foreshadowing and the forerunning of something mighty that God is about to do. Ever since the upper room of 2,000 years ago, God has been letting the wind blow. And in certain breeze seasons God hears and God's people hear and rise up. And I say to you tonight, in the voice of prophecy, God is sending the wind. God is ready to start right here. Oh, you're not, oh. This is gonna challenge your comfort zone. God is ready to start right here here right tonight with the beginnings of a breakthrough a going in the Mulberry, a stirring of a church uh, for revival uh, just go out this week and invite somebody you love, somebody you work with, somebody you visit with, somebody you talk to somebody who's your neighbor, amen uh, God is sending it and it's going to be a breakout from heaven for POML, now it's your turn, come on and gather around the front here with